Well, hello world, and welcome to Confluence, the lifestyle where confidence meets influence. I'm your host, Charlie Marcole, and I'm so glad you joined in today. We will talk about so many exciting things, so stay tuned. I'm so happy you're here. Happy birthday, God, Mommy, we love you. Happy birthday, John, I love you. Oh, thank you for the love. Y'all are too kind. See, that's the thing about being born during the holidays. People tend to forget about you because everybody's caught up in the fanfare, the caroling, the presents and pajamas and everything else that your birthday becomes an afterthought. It feels good to be thought about. It really, really does. You don't know how many birthdays that I've cried. Not anymore, though. Now I take the initiative. I take the initiative. You could forget about me, but I'm not going to forget about me. And I feel great, y'all. I feel wonderful. Happy 42nd birthday to me. Oh, God is so good. He is amazing. His mercies endureth forever. Gosh, y'all, gosh. I remember when I was 15, 40 seemed like it was so far away. But, man, you blink and time passes. This episode, I wanted somebody to interview me because I wanted to be on the other side of the track. I absolutely adore my interviewer. She's none other than my baby sister and my fellow co-host of our new podcast, The Original Girlfriends, Miss Jaquay Vickers, Ladies of Confluence. Let's go check out this interview as we keep it cute and confluential. Whoop, 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 whoop. Okay. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hi. Are you still in Vegas? I am in Vegas, waking up, looking at the mountains. Ooh, where the peace resides, where the peace resides. <laughs> where the peace resides, where the peace resides, honey. Where you know. the peace resides. I like it. I like it. Is it a solo trip? Are you out there? I the... met up with some friends, you know. Okay. I, you know I, I really want people to understand that it is okay to blast off and go on to the universe of greatness by yourself. Yes, it um, is. When sometimes we think that we need to have a crew of mm. people, but I know people here that's from Houston, and then I know people in the city. Okay. So I'm not alone if, you know, I need to get somewhere, something go wrong. You know, I we even did dinner last night, the Houstonians, and it is three of us with our birthdays this week. So we had a good time last night. 
Okay. I walk so much, my thighs are chafed. <laughs> <laughs> they like, you too close to me, girl. We ain't used to doing this much walking, honey. I'm glad you had a good time or having a good time. When you when you coming back? I will be back tomorrow. Didn't want to fly back on my actual birthday because right. I, I need to get that love, honey. <laughs> you know, I done put out a lot of love in the universe. It's, it's my time. You know what I mean? You ready to be be stationed and put to receive. Okay. <laughs> put in a place where I can receive. Okay. Put up high. Put up high in your queen's in your queen's chair to receive all the love. Yes. So I have the um what can I say? The pleasure of interviewing in my thoughts the world renowned Charlie McCall. AKA my sissy. Um, I think that it is an honor to know you. You have been a light to my life. So I am excited for the opportunity to talk about this 42nd year around the sun with you and what you have learned, lessons and gems you've gained, things that you've had to leave in the past so that you can make room for the present and welcome in whatever God has for the future. So without further ado, hey, sis, hey. Hey, girl, hey. All right. I had to give you the appropriate introduction because, you know, if if Rona and the panorama, as, as we like to affectionately call it on Black Twitter, has taught us nothing to give people their flowers while they are still breathing because any day God is calling numbers, honey, like they call them at the, at the casino. Honey. <laughs> Ching ching and ching ching, like you know, but it, but that goes back to our culture, our history. Mm-hmm. You know, they used to have a song that say, "Give me my flowers while I yet live," yes. and uh, I appreciate that love so much, yes. so very much. Yes. So, like I said, we are going to enter into a year uh, where the money resides, where the money resides, and also hey. where, where peace and happiness and love and light and all that resides. And I feel like today is the perfect day to start talking about where Charlie McCall resides and where you are headed in this 42nd year around the sun. So without further ado, let's jump into these questions. The okay. first, The first question I have for you is... Um, I want to start out a little different in approaching what the feeling of 42, what are your thoughts right now? I know you're probably in a reflective state, but right now, what are your thoughts as you are embarking on that year of 42? I feel blessed. Um, You know why I feel blessed? Because lost some really good friends this year. Um, People that I went to high school that I cheered with or was on a football team with. Like We're all in this same arena of the 40s and God has continued to spare my life. Have never contracted COVID. Not even one time. And for that, I am blessed. He is keeping me. He has a hedge of protection around me. And for that, I'm grateful. Like, you know, when people turn 40, it's like, but I actually opened this chapter with arms. I was excited about turning 40. And so, like I tell 
people, what you give is what you receive. So when you think about it in a negative light, oh, I don't want to turn 40. Mm -hmm. You know, so 40 is like, oh, I don't want you to turn it either. But for <laughs> me, I was like, yes, come on, 40. You know, because this has been a decade or it kicks off the decade of learning who you are. And mm. so each year it gets better and better. And so 42, I believe in numbers, right? Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I was born on the 24th and then this is 42. So it's a juxtaposed number yes. for my birthday. And so I'm just kind of expecting this alignment of greatness. Um, I believe in even numbers mm -hmm. too. Um, I felt like it was odd for me this year, 41. The world was in an odd space and place. Mm -hmm. But 42, I feel like it's going to even out. Mm -hmm. It's going to be an evening out year, yes. uh, if that makes any sense. And so I'm just like, I'm ready for it. Like, I get better. You know, your sex drive gets higher. You know, yes. you cut out that <laughs> bullshit. You know, like, I'm just really elated about 42. Good I'm sex. Good sex. Okay. Good sex <laughs> gets better. It gets better. You know? Like, we just stopped. For me, honey, I stop with the lies. If your performance was lackluster, baby, let's just not do this. Yeah. Let's not waste my time. We're not giving flake flowers. We're not giving fake flowers. Just, <laughs> no more flake flowers. Okay. <laughs> and I literally, like, that's one of the great things about being 40. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I called my mom, like, why you didn't tell me? Like, why you didn't tell me that, you know, our drive goes up and Mm -hmm. who we are and, and, and it's, listen you know in your 20s you just be over there hump and pump up. <laughs> but honey no this got some purposeful yeah. you got to be purposeful with all of this okay yes absolutely I love that I wanted to ask you um you had mentioned about you know your 40s being basically the year it seems like the year of becoming right so mm -hmm. everybody says like you know, 40 is a new 20 and it feels like aging like a fine wine. So if you could name what this new year around the sun would be for you as a wine, what wine would it be and why? Oh, it would be a sangria. Mm. Deep and red, full of flavor and just literally robust in your mouth. You know, um, sangria is one of those wines that, you know, everybody makes it, but, you know, it depends on how you put your spin on it. Mm -hmm. If you're going to add a little fruit to it or if you're going to add, you know, a little bit more additives into it, it's how you want to do it. But it's deep, it's meaningful, it's flavorful. And honey, it just has this robust flavor like coffee. In yes. your mouth. So that's what I would be. <laughs> Come on, coffee in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, just a robust. You know, just open up your senses like, whoa. Yeah. You know, because that Moscato is that young stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, and I still love a good Moscato. Don't mm -hmm. get me wrong. But right now, I am just in love with sangria. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe Spain is calling my name, but <laughs> I, until I get there, I'm just going to drink the wine of the region. You know, but I just feel like that's what I will be, that deepness, that darkness, that, you know, that aging process. That, mm-hmm. That's where that red comes from. You know, it's that aging, that fermenting process that makes it all better. Yes, yes, I love that. I love that. So as I'm as I'm listening to um, the things that you are saying about becoming in 40s and what that feels like, when you talked about you're into numbers, uh, you know, if we break it down, I guess it would be the even number of six if we're speaking of it. And six, if you look it up, is the, the number of abundance. It's the number of opportunity you know we we often call you know coincide six will be in this awful number because you know in the church is always six 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 but truly enough that's not necessarily what the actual um what it actually means is actually a really positive number so ushering in if we're breaking down you know 42 and you know the correlation of numbers it is the year it will be the year that you manifest abundance in into your life you know um, so I wanted to, I yeah, I wanted to pick, cause you know, it's me being 33, break that down. That's six. And this has been a year of abundant and opportunities and also a year of me. I don't like to say losses, but me clearing my space to, uh, to usher in the new. So going into that question, what has been the greatest lesson for you of 42 and what are going into 42 let me be clear and what has been some of your greatest losses in this year and traveling around i like to say the traveling sun. around the sun yes yes oh. keep it bright <laughs> my 365 huh? yes 365 365th day around the sun and okay so huh greatest lesson that and hear me well Okay. I want everybody to eat, but sometimes it's just not at my table. Gym dropping. Gym dropping. Hashtag gym dropping. <laughs> okay. I want everybody to eat. Um, sometimes you outgrow people and that's okay. Mm. Um, I think some of us hold on, not really realizing that holding on is what's making us tired. Um, mm-hmm. be it friendship, be it job, be it relationships, be it church. Um, I know some people that move their membership this year, and you're like, oh, but la la la. But if you're not growing, you just going absolutely right. And so, what whatever that may be in your life, you want people to eat, but it just sometimes is not at your table. Because you just outgrow people. My greatest loss this year is love. Mm-hmm. Um, love was probably one of the uh, hardest. Because the Bible tells us that the greatest is love. So you don't expect to lose love, but gain love. But sometimes God got to clear people out your present mm-hmm. to make room for your future. And that's what I, I'm learning, really, like, Yes, I might have lost that, but God will give me this. <laughs> this what I'm praying for. Yes. This, what I secretly desire in my closet. This that I am 
you know, keep guarded near and dear to my heart. So he had to cut that to make room for this. Yes. Mine. That's, and I that's, love it. you know, kind of like what I'm learning to adapt and adjust with. It is for the greater. Mm-hmm. And the greater always is later. We want it to be now, but greater will come later. It yeah. will. It will if you just trust and believe. Trust the process. Mm. Trust the process. It's the process that's scary. You know, like mm-hmm. I think about the process of having a child. Mm-hmm. You know, it's ugly. It's not pretty at all. Right. Oh Jesus. You know, you get big, you get you know, for me, I got dark. My nose spread 10 states over. You know, my feet grew, you know, seven states longer, right? Mm-hmm. But and then the birthing pains. But when I held my son in my hand, it was like none of that mattered because everything I worked for was beautiful. I actually had to go through the shedding, the bigness, the blackness, the yes. all of those adjectives that doesn't you know, seem attractive in order to birth this beautiful thing. So it's the process that's scary, the process that's ugly. Mm-hmm. But when you go through it, it's beautiful. Because it's unknown, you know, it, we can't see yeah. it. You literally walking on faith. And faith, you cannot see faith. You cannot see. You just have to trust. Trust. And, you Lord, know. I'm trusting you. Okay, okay. Lord, you hear me. Okay, it reminds Lord. me of uh, when you were saying when it basically, you know, the Jill Scott song that me and you both love. When she says, "When I wake up, everything Ooh. I went through will be beautiful." Girl. Everything that yes, la 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 la. Yes, baby, I'm having a la 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 moment. Because it's the wokeness. Like, you know, we right right now, like black culture, everybody like we woke. But no, when you woke, that introspective change, that internal right, changes, right, right, the introspect, that internal inside thing. Right. You're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm selling myself cheap. <laughs> I'm discounting my own self. <laughs> and that's just what it is. I'm I'm up now. I love Hello. it. Been sleeping on myself. <laughs> okay. Been sleeping on yourself too long, huh? Man, hit that snooze clock too long. <laughs> yes. But see, you think about that too. Even in life, in real life, when you hit your snooze clock, you are always Yeah, late. that's so true. You get you arrive mm-hmm. late and then you want somebody to catch there you. There you go. Up, and you're offended when they don't. Why cause you gotta wake up, baby. Just just wake up. <laughs> Get, get with the program. <laughs> get really just get with up. your program. Because get, get with, with your, your program, program okay. is the problem. I think that's the problem with a lot of folks. You're so busy trying to be on other folks' program that you don't even know your own program. So you can't even manifest what you would like in your life because you're too busy worried about what other people got going on in their life. So get with your own yes. program. And you are always on your own program. And that's one thing I adore about you. I appreciate people who just, as I say, like, rock to the beat of their own drum set. Not concerned about everybody else and what they're doing, but you are really focused in on your purpose and what God is calling you to do. And that is a blessing in itself. Because too oftentimes we get so caught up in what everybody else is doing and when everybody else's time and asking God when it's our time. But if you just 
trust the process and focus on his plan for you, then your time will come quicker than you even imagine. Mm. That's the beauty of it. That's what I've, I've learned in watching you grow. So in opening that, that door, that navigates me into another um, question for you. What does 42, turning 42, mean for you in this year? Oh, in a year of COVID. Mm. Okay, so it was a year of epiphany. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Epiphany is a spiritual word, believe it or not. I know we use it culturally like I had an epiphany, but epiphany is a spiritual word of a a manifestation of greatness Mm -hmm. is coming. And I believe that God said, he just didn't tell me this because he doesn't have to tell us this. That's how he is designed. He don't have to tell us nothing. We just got to just got to live through it, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like he said, rest, my dear. Ooh. Because when this is over, you're going to go out the gate yes. running. And you need your rest. Rest up. Because when I open up the state, I don't want you to complain because, see, you've been praying mm-hmm. for this. You've been praying and asking me for this, but I want to make sure that you can endure. So you need your rest. So I have been resting, mm-hmm. right? So, it's, yeah, this has been a year of rest. So 42 is a year to endure. Okay. Okay. I love that. <laughs> I love that. That is very true. I think COVID set all of us down and made us dig in our own closet. You know, we we are all so busy being movers and shakers, especially living in Houston where everybody is somebody, even if they really are nobody. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Say that again for the people in the back. Yes, don't miss that. You know, living in Houston, everybody is somebody, even if they are really a nobody. This is a city of movers and shakers, even if you're not shaking nothing. Um, Anywho, but, uh, you know, this has been the opportunity. (laughs) Oh, Lord. This has been the, the season for all of us to go inside our actual mental and emotional closets to, you know, empty out some things and have, and have, you know, what I like to say, you know, real conversations with ourselves about ourselves. We had to come face to face with our own demons, our own interpersonal struggles. And some of us have blossomed, you know, beyond that. And some of us are stuck right there, you know, because COVID made you really look at yourself for who you really are and not the presentation that you try to present to the world. A lot of us have. Well, it took all of your stuff away, right? So it took all of your stuff away. So what you thought that you needed wasn't even available for you to front and start with. And so it just said, everybody, and and like I said, this is what I gathered Mm -hmm. from. But it was just like basically rest. Yes. Because I'm sick of y'all. Right. You know, when I'm a mama. (laughs) So when my baby used to get to acting up and cutting food and acting up, I'd be like, well, it's time to go down for a nap. Yes. Like, you need to rest. <laughs> we all need to be refreshed, honey. Yes. <laughs> we need to, and some people not get it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's their problem. Right. But for me, 
for me. I'm like, okay, I got it, guy. All right. I hear Listen, you. Black Jesus is not playing with us. He's not playing with us. No. <laughs> He's not playing with us. <laughs> so let's jump into some fun stuff. You know, we we got past the, the serious questions and, and to all, you know, the listeners who uh, supports Charlie McCall's po- a podcast, please take the opportunity to reflect on your year. It may not be your birthday per se, but we, we are all in a birthing season as she shares with us how she's navigating what I call another year around the sun and the new birth of who she is going to become in this year. So as we move on, let's talk about some things. Let's get into some some womanly things. So tell so okay. t- t- tell me something because you 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 dipped in it a little bit earlier about the sex. I like to say good sex. So as as a woman, um, what sets you? What sets your mood as as you've grown and learned and and have become in your forties? And a lot of friends that I have who are forty say that that forty is like sexy. You you feel the most confident in your in your forties because you really don't give a, a a damn. Excuse me about what people think, what people have to say. You just live it, you know. So tell me what what sets your mood? What what does that look like for you? So, if we're talking about relationship-wise, it's a man that can make love to my mind. Mm-hmm. If you can get me mentally, you can get me, right? Because I'm pretty much an intelligent girl, very smart mm-hmm. girl, right? So, it's not about your money. I got my own job. I mean, and I make decent mm-hmm. money, right? I, got, I, make, I have an income. Like, no, bump that. I have a salary. I cannot go to work and I still get paid and my check is not you know, diminished by any okay. number, right? Salary, not so hourly. I, I, Thank you very much. Salary. <laughs> so, you know, um, I have my businesses, so I get money outside of my salary. Mm-hmm. Um, I can go in any store and buy whatever I choose to buy outside of Ferrari and all of those things that those labels that we like to attach ourselves to. Mm-hmm. But what I don't have is a man that can stimulate my mind without taking my clothes off. That is what matters to me. Can you snatch my soul without even knowing what my body looks like? And I just, I I love good conversation, um, good stimulating conversation. Because see, that's more sexy than anything. Mm -hmm. See, that'll last when I'm up there feeling alone back in Houston and I'm like, "Mm, that conversation that we had. At the bookstore in Las Vegas was, woo, yes. that was bomb diggity. <laughs> you know, and like when that tear dropped from the mm-hmm. side of your eyes, <laughs> you speaking Charlie Marco. I like a man that can speak the language of Charlie Marco. Yes. That's how you enter into the land. Mm. Right. And so that's what kind of puts me in the mood. Um, always great music is uh, another thing that I've always been in tune with mm-hmm. um, that music is fuel to my soul I think Shakespeare said if music be the food, fuel to food to the mm-hmm. soul then play on um, so some good music always elevates me um, but those are just like my two right now like some some good conversation and some good music and I'm just like I'm there I'm in there good conversation intelligence is sexy it really is an un- it's it's very sexy, okay. It is sexy. 
it's yes. like you know you think about like I'm serious like a good pillow talk mm-hmm. like that that dictates if he gonna stay or not that pillow conversation yeah that means like really outside of this mm-hmm. what we just did it's nothing there right like I need something to keep me even when that goes away. Right. Because see, about us, I peak, it, it starts at 40. For them, it goes down. Mm-hmm. Right? Because they've been doing this since they were 16, 17, 18. <laughs> For us, we were late bloomers. Mm-hmm. And you know, so we just like, we ready. Mm-hmm. We moist. We like, hey, cut it. Cake. <laughs> moist. Ready to go. You know? And like, okay, so after this, you know, you, you snoring, you loud. Mm-hmm. You, I ain't got time, baby. Go on my bed. And gave me some peace. What a peace was What a peace was And that's another thing. Yeah, that's my also, that's also my mood shifting. Some good old peace. Yes. Yes, I love that. I mean, because really, truly, I think men do not understand that intimacy is is the connection for a woman. Conversation. A grown ass woman, woman. not just a woman. A grown woman. A grown ass woman. Yes, all caps. All caps. All caps. (laughs) Okay. Yes. If I if you can have me up in the wee hours of the morning, I was talking to a guy friend of mine. I'm like, bruh, you you got me up where uh in the four o'clock hours where the white evangelist pastor come on asking for the four hundred dollar blessing and we just have a good conversation. You got my attention. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, give me something to think about, okay? Because after we get done doing what we're doing and that's all you got to offer, that gets boring to me. I have things Thank to do. You. Yes, indeed. I'm here for it. I'm really here for it. All right. So here's another question I have for you. Um, okay. I was I was reading um, early this morning. It's funny that, you know, we jumped on this conversation and it was I'm reading this book called Conversations with God. And one of the questions that the author posed, if you could sit with God and ask him two things, you could only ask him two exact questions and now we are on the precipice of another year around the sun and you could ask God the two things you would want to manifest in your 42nd year what would you ask God for and why I will ask God for my dream job I am an author but I will love 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 to take my book ideas and all of these ideas in my head to a editing room for a television show or a mm. sitcom, you know, TV for the culture, real TV, real reality, like what people live, not sitting in a mansion, not scripted, like real TV. Um, that's why I like mm-hmm. love is because that's that I love that. That's why I love insecure because that's what we really are when we're out here dating, trying to pick. I love yes. shows like that. They they get it. They get me. And I want, you know, to write works that people get. Okay. I get them. I mm-hmm. understand them. Um, so that would be my dream job to be in a writer's room for a television show for a network. Um, and then my other one is for my son to be truly happy mm. at his core. Um, you know, um, I was about to say something selfish, but one thing I met a person that said, life is not about you. That's where people get messed up. It's not about you, mm. you the vessel. 
So I was about to be selfish and ask, you know, uh. but then something said, your son, um, I want my son to be happy at his core at who he is, knowing who he is, knowing that he is a child of God and he was born into yes. greatness and that, and that whatever he wants to do, whatever he sets his mind to, he is the catalyst. And with God behind him, anything is possible. And so that would be my next wish, my dream job, and for my son to be ultimately happy. At That's beautiful, sis. Well, as, as the Bible says, speak those things as though they were. So as we speak things, we are speaking things into our life and into existence. So I stand with you in manifesting those particular things and plus all the other things that God has for us in this new upcoming trip around the sun. So as we are wrapping up our conversation, I wanted to ask you two reflective questions. Um, one, okay. um, I think each year we turn a different age, we always step back and look at the past and sometimes we go way back into our past and sometimes we just review what the year had so I'm gonna ask you to step farther back in your past and also bring it to where you're going where you are now and where you're going to proceed so my question for you is one what would you tell your 18 year old self and also what legacy are you wanting to leave behind? Oh, the 18 yes. year old self. Mm, child, child, child. I am so sorry that I didn't love you at that place. I'm sorry that I was trying to make you fit into a box instead of allowing you to leap into your destiny. My 18-year-old self was extremely courageous, and she didn't give a damn. But that inner me, those insecurities, pulled her back down into space. So I am so sorry, sis, that I stifled mm. you, that I put you in a box when you were made to be out of this world. Um. And some days I look for her. Some days I look for her, um, like I said, courageousness. I look for her excitement. I look for her honesty. Um, I look for her mm. innocence. Yeah, I do. And then the legacy, the lasting legacy that I want to leave. I want to leave my footprint, not in sand, but in time. So when people think of Charlie Marco, they think that was one cool ass <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't believe mm -hmm. in enemies, but like I said, I believe in outgrowing mm -hmm. people. Um, the legacy that I want to leave is that she was not only just an author, a speaker, but she motivated me. She was an excellent mother. Um, she was a damn good educator. Some days she didn't like to, but when she did it, she blew us out of the water. Um, I want to be remembered as a loving friend, a kind friend who always had a word, 
who always offered a hug and who always sent a smile. Um, I want to be remembered as a daughter who wanted to make her family proud to break generational curses, be it good ones yeah. or bad ones. But I wanted it to stop with me. And so I hope that 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 is the legacy that I leave for all that come in contact with me, um, a lasting one that will never be erased by sand. But only left only by time. left by time. I know I said that was the last question, but it just <laughs> it made me think of another question. So I should have asked this earlier, but it just was it just came upon my spirit to ask. So um, every woman who is in her forties does not honor forty like you are honoring forty. A lot of women struggle with you know. Uh, feeling sexy and just owning the gift of um, the gift of age and the maturity that comes with getting older and getting wiser and maturing through this thing called life. So you being in your 40s and I see you, you are vibing high and just living life to the fullest, regardless of what happens, you take things in stride and you are just being an inspiration to all those who come in contact with you. What can you tell specifically the women in their 40s? What are some gems you can give to them about navigating 40s, love, life and living? Oh, you just said it. Love, live life, and live through it. Um, nothing lasts always. It is by the Lord's mercies that I have not been consumed, mm -hmm. right? Um, but if you love, be what you want, right? So if it's love, be love. If it's hope, be hope. If it's, you know, a giving heart, you have to be giving. Um, and one thing I learned, God rest my grandmother's soul, she didn't have a lot of money, but she gave her time and she gave her services. She was a damn good cook. And so she made a mean peach cobbler and dressing. So she might not could have afforded to give you $100 mm -hmm. or whatever it was, but she was going to make you a mean, if your favorite dish was peach cobbler, she was going to make that for yes. you, right? And sometimes that, that savor and that peach cobbler lasts longer than oh, yeah. $100. I just $100 last night, I think in 20 <laughs> minutes, you know? So, you know, but you just be mm -hmm. that love. You just be that light. You just be that laughter. Sometimes laughter's good oh, yes. for the soul. And like I said on another podcast, life is too short mm -hmm. to be that serious. Just take that time to just laugh and live through it. Ah, gems, honey. Gems. The one and only Charlie Markall. I'm going to have to get your autograph even though I see you all the time, honey, because when you're up there, when you're, <laughs> when you're gone, when you go on to California and doing your big things and from traveling from LA to Atlanta and all these places because you booked and busy, I am. I have to have you know the autograph on deck. It it is a. 
I say this, you know, as, as a genuine person, I don't come across authentic friends and I cherish, you know, we speak about it all the time. I cherish my friends, my friendships, like, you know, sisters and brothers with whichever side that you are in my life, because as only child, we nurture, you know, those relationships in a different manner. And I just, I'm so thankful for our sistership. I'm so thankful for our friendship. I'm so thankful for the roots that we have with each other because in always, it doesn't matter what's happening in my life. You know, you always are a present spirit. I always a present spirit. So I thank you for being a gift, you know, happy early birthday. And I'm so excited to be um, connected to you, interconnected with you more than ever now and being able to be a fan of my big sister. Thank you for allowing me the opportunity to interview, girl. Yes. Hey, Titi. Happy Happy birthday. birthday. I love Love you. Have a great day, boo. Happiest birthdays to you, sissy. You are awesome. You are amazing. What a time to be born during this holiday season. Your smile lights up the room just as the lights on a Christmas tree. I am excited about all that you have in store this new season. I'm happy to be a part of the journey and I can't wait for all of the blessings that are to come for you and your family. We love you, Jones. We are so happy that you love us because we love you. Happy birthday. Y'all got me over here crying because of all the love that you are showing me. I feel so special. So thank you. Let's go to the final word between Sissy and I. Check it out. Um, just 40, it just opens up like, it's no need to rush. It's no need to mm-hmm. back bend. And that was also one of the greatest lessons I think I, I think that God wanted me to learn and understand. No need to back bend for something that's Ooh, not yours. Ooh, that part. Word. And all that, that whole, no need to back bend for something that's not yours. That part. Because see, it's not really his fault. That was mm. your fault. That was a decision that you made. Yeah. No need to back bend on do splits. Hello. Hello. Need. Swing off chandelier. No for some, some that don't belong yeah, to you. No boy. need for something that ain't yours. <laughs> Because when it doesn't turn around and come to fruition like you thought it would be, that's what makes yeah. you upset. But if you just would have operated in who mm-hmm. the hell you were, no yeah. extra. Yeah, that's where the heartbreak come in no because extra. you put in so much energy into something that was never meant that to stay. That's why the energy keeps energy you tired. Keeps you tired because if it, when it's yours, you don't have to do it. Not a thing. Not a damn thing. Not a damn thing, sis. And I'm I'm being mm-hmm. real honest. Like I'm being real, real, real honest. Um, I I, I backbend. I, I mm. bent over. I, I you know, and 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 because I allowed what society said I supposed to have uh-huh. again. Yeah. Right. Instead of allowing God to say, "I got you. I've heard your mm-hmm. cry, baby. You don't think mm-hmm. I've heard it? I've heard it. Just he was he. not ready. That's not who I have mm. for you." Mm, discernment discernment yeah discernment 
what we think because we put time, energy, mm-hmm. space, uh, money, investing that, mm-hmm. right? We we think we are operating in relationships as investments, right? So we expect a return on investment, but you think about people that, you know, let's mm-hmm. say gamble, or you think about people that do stock, sometimes you lose. You put all your money in, you lose big. So, you know, and you have to learn to just walk away and say, all right, lesson learned, right? So that's the hardest part. Lesson learned. That's the hardest part. Well, that's it for me this week. I am off to celebrate me. Until then, be a contagious influence everywhere you go. Merry Christmas and happy holidays, Confluencers. Smoochies! Love you.